It's number three. Number trace. That's my least favorite number. Why? I hate it. Oh, this is a fun fact. Emily doesn't have a favorite number. Yeah, and you have a favorite number for no reason. I have a favorite number and a least favorite number. Your least favorite is three? Yeah. And what's your favorite? Nine. But for no reason. You've never had a great no. day on the ninth nope. of the month? Nope. No sports player that's a nine? Nope. It's not your favorite cloud? Ooh. It is my favorite cloud, but that's not why it's my favorite. So why is it your favorite? I'm just, I have an inclination to Do you it. like the way it sounds? Actually, fun fact, I was born at 9.33. So is that why you like it? No. I learned that. Now you're screaming at me. <laughs> because it was crazy. I learned years later. Wait, 9.33 at night? In the morning. I was right on time. Start your day with the baby. Pow. <laughs> the only way to start. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was a interesting. baby and a bounce breakfast. Yeah. Babies. <laughs> Babies. Babies balanced breakfast. I thought it was funny because I've always loved nine and I've always hated three. Always. So when my mom you can't said that, have nine without some threes. I know. Three and threes. isn't that weird? Probably I think this not. whole thing makes no sense. Do you believe in numerology? What the fuck? Oh, that's like when you're. Numbers have meanings. It's the movie 23 starring Jim Carrey. I've never seen that. Oh, maybe we should watch it later. Maybe. Watched the Truman Show last night. Great movie. Holds up, everyone. 1998. Are yeah. you flipping kidding me? It was good. It's on Ahead Netflix. Ahead of its time. It's on the flicks. Flipping love that movie. I don't know how I feel about Jim Carrey lately anymore. I was loving him, and now I'm, I'm on my way out. Yeah. He was on his woke shit, but I watched... Well, we watched Comedians in Cars with Coffees. Yeah. And he and just like, goes too far. Yeah. It's like if I was in that diner, I'm just like, you're kind of in... It's your friend at the party that has to like be screaming. Yeah. That needs everyone's That we're all atoms and we're going to die. I mean, nothing yeah, matters word, in this world. But... I know. But we're still here. Let's have some fun. Yeah, instead I think of he's kind of an being a big diner. But The Grinch is just amazing. Yeah. Great No, message. I love him. I love him. And Bruce Almighty. He's just got good ones. Totally. Let's fan. only watch Jim Carrey movies from now on. Okay. What Let's change this podcast to each week we'll talk about our favorite Jim Carrey movie. Okay. What's this week? Probably The Truman Show. Oh. Okay. So is this the end of the episode then? Yeah. Goodbye. See you later. <laughs> okay. Um, if you guys have never listened before, Lauren, me, and Emily, her. Hi. We discuss our favorite internet rabbit holes for the week. Um, they're fun, interesting, wacky, zany, and great. All good words. Yeah. I'm really good at adjectives on the spot. <laughs> um, okay. You want to hear mine? I do want to hear yours. Twins, baby. They're fucking scary. Twins are scary. I really don't like I don't them. Know. Really? I've never known a pair. I have. Were well, they scary? No. Boys or girls or both? Boys. Were you friends? Okay. Yes. I Growing up, I knew two boys. They were in my religion class. I didn't know them super well, but mm-hmm. I knew them well enough. They definitely weren't weird. They were so different. They looked the same, but you, they were so different that it wasn't weird. And, but... And they dressed different, like they were totally different walks mm-hmm. of life. 
but there were these two chicks in my college that looked exactly the same dress they coordinated how they dressed no yeah no that was weird not with it I didn't like Like, that. they have to, they, like, can't have sex if the other one isn't in the room. Okay, so this isn't what my one is about, but I just have to tell you about it anyway because I'm not going to do a whole episode about them. Is that all right? Of course. Okay. Jennifer and June Gibbons became famous in the 80s when they carried out a two-woman crime spree at 18, which led them to be both declared as sociopaths and sent to England's most famous high-security hospital for the criminally insane. Hmm. Um, I don't even, like, know what they did, but the scariest part about them was they were known as the Silent Twins. There's books and movies about them called The Silent Twins because they never talked to anyone and mm-hmm. spoke only to each other in a language that no one could understand. And that is why I don't like twins. That That's how I picture all of them. kind of sick, In my though, head. Having someone like that, that you're just like, you're my blood and, like, we're in this world together. Oh, totally. I imagine that connection is unfathomable. And great, but no need to be scary. Yeah, no need to murder people, I guess. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that a little, but that's like, not that's not my big, big shablam. Tell me your big shablam. My big shablam is twins separated at birth that lead parallel lives. Parallel. One of, one of our fellas here... Named James Jim Lewis. James and Jim are the same name. It's James, quote, Jim. We oh, call him oh, Jim. Oh, oh. Well, so if Jim it's in Lewis. quotes, we call him James. No. Okay. Jim. Jim. Jim Lewis of Lima, Ohio. He was adopted in 1940, just three weeks after he was born. He was named James by his adoptive parents. Was not born with that name. Okay. Was adopted, then named James. Had a dog named Toy. Don't T-O-I. like it. Me neither. Um, but down. unique. I guess. Is it object- ob- objectifying to the dog? Yes. Good answer. Anything that's not a human name is objectifying to a dog. Like lunch? Like lunch, spot, well, I think toy is like you are. My dog will be my named play Abraham. <laughs> Continue. Abe. I don't mind that. So Jim Lewis, 1940, adopted, named James, had a dog named Toy. As a young schoolboy, he enjoyed math, Ugh. carpentry, <laughs> um, but never spelling. He grew up. He somehow managed to get by not not being a good speller. Went on to marry a woman He's named... He's not the only one. <laughs> I'm a great speller. I'm a horrible speller. Okay, as long as Spell you... necessary. N-E-C-E-S-S-A-R-Y. Someone fact check, because I have no idea how to spell it. <laughs> so he went on to marry a woman named Linda. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Later, he and Linda get divorced. Boo. Boo. And he married a woman named Betty. Hmm. Yay! Jim and Betty have a son named James Allen Lewis. Jim, older Jim, worked as a security guard, drove a Chevrolet, and was an avid chain smoker. Person number two. James, quote-unquote, Jim Springer. 
Different guy. Piqua, Ohio. He was adopted in 1940, just three weeks after he was born, named James by his adoptive parents. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Had a dog named Toy. What? As a schoolboy, enjoyed math and carpentry, but never spelling. He went on to marry a woman named Linda. He and Linda got divorced. Get the fuck out. (laughs) This is all true. This is like a famous story. The Jim Twins is what it's called. Look it up. Classic. Um, Great sitcom. Missed opportunity. He went on to marry Linda. Later, he and Linda divorced. And he married a woman named Betty. You know know this one. (laughs) Um, They had a son named James Allen Springer. The older Jim worked as a deputy sheriff, drove a Chevrolet, and was an avid chain smoker. They did not know each other existed, separated at birth, but grew up their whole lives not more than 45 miles from each other. Both of their mothers knew that they their sons had a brother, but one thought that the twin had died. Mm. The other one knew a little bit more, but just never told him. Sure. But he figured it out at around like 40. 40. 40. Yeah. Tracks down his brother, and they're like, what? And then they go meet in person, which they find out even more about each other. They both get tension headaches at the same time of day. They bite their nails, and they even smoke the same brand of cigarettes, as well as vacationed on the same beach in Florida. That's weird. I think the craziest thing is just all the names. The names. They they name their son the same thing. James Allen. And what are... I find that bizarre, like, also, let's say... I feel like the fact... Well... I was going to say, I feel like the fact that they were named the same thing by their parents is also weird. Right, because that's not even, like, a genetic... Yeah. Yeah, it is a common name. But, like, the dog thing, that's just crazy coincidence. That has nothing to do with you being Wait, let's call the dog this. Let's name our son this. That's so weird. So weird. Are a lot of twins like that? Yeah. They, like, are really, really similar? Yeah, like, their lives just happen to be the separated at birth ones. Or regular twins. I feel like they're so different. They turn out to be so different. Oh my god, I feel like they're... I don't know. I think what's so interesting about twins, especially in this case too, is kind of the whole nature versus nurture thing. You, totally. You really gotta think like, okay, you have no, like, nothing nurture in common, but you still fucking maintain the same life. That's pretty pretty unreal. Yeah. So they're both, in 1979, they're contacted by a psychologist. Yeah, for sure. Who wants to study how similar twins can be despite growing up apart. The team of researchers had performed an ongoing study of twins hoping to discover if separation had any role in the nature versus nurture debate. There you go. They studied 137 pairs of twins, including the Jim twins, that had been reared apart from each other. Their research sparked more than 170 separate studies focusing on medical and psychological characteristics of twins. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's it. They both made vastly different but equal, equally baffling hairdo choices. Hmm. And uh, update, I guess they're pretty old now, but Jim Lewis recently divorced his Betty mm-hmm. and remarried a woman named Sandy. Wow. With his newfound twin brother as his best man. 
Aw. Aw. Yeah, I wonder if you'd be... I feel like I'd want to hang out with them forever and just try to figure out everything they've ever done. Totally. It's like, what? That's so weird. I... Imagine walking down the street and that's how you... You said they're only 40 miles from each other? Yeah. That's far, but I can imagine them being in the same place at the same time. Do you think you'd recognize yourself? Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't. I feel like we have such a different... We think we look a lot different than we actually do. Yeah, but you have the same style, too. That's what it sounds like. Maybe. Yeah. You're both just doing math and and having a You're hard time spelling. You're just walking down the street doing math <laughs> and you can't spell. You're like, are you my twin? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, another quick one. So there are tons of cases like this mm-hmm. where twins are separated, raised apart, and they still end up having a ton in common. Like Oscar store and jack youth um they were separated as babies only this was in europe in the 1930s wow, so a little couldn't bit tell by the names <laughs> so store grew up in germany and joined the hitler youth mm. youth was raised a jew and moved to israel oh one drew swastikas <laughs> one drew swastikas in his notebook while the other wore a yarmulke <laughs> And yet, despite what is he, just daydreaming drugs, <laughs> and yet, despite being as different as two human beings can possibly be, they met in their fifties and found out that they spoke alike. They liked the same foods. I wonder what it was. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. Who doesn't like that? And shared oddly specific habits, like wearing rubber bands on their wrists hmm. and flushing the toilet before using it. Why? Because they're fucking weirdos. Wait, why would you I don't ever know. do that? That's I don't know. Pretty, that's a pretty specific habit for something that makes no sense. Yeah, I also think they're d- dead now, so we can't ask that. <sighs> Experts think that it's not so weird, given that they're genetically identical. It's normal that they should react the same way when exposed to mm. the same experiences, i.e. foods, rubber bands, yeah. toilets. That kind of makes sense. But, yeah, right, because it's exactly the same, right? Your DNA is like... Yeah. Right. That's interesting to think if the the one who grew up in Israel ended up living in Germany, he would have been part of... He would have been a Nazi. Yeah. That's a real lesson, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about your environment. Well, or it's not... <laughs> The first one says the opposite. (laughs) Well, I guess I I mean, it's all about, like, if you're exposed to shit, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Anyway, there are so fucking many of these. I can read about them forever. And I bookmarked a ton that I'm going to do different stories on them because twins are insane and I think they're really scary. I'm scared now, too. Ah. There's one right behind you. (laughs) There's two. Wow, I love going first. Now I can relax. Just kick back. Mm Mm-hmm. Throw those sketchers up on the table. Hey. So what I picked this week is something everyone knows. Furries. Hmm. Tell me what you know about furries. Um, I think of, like, true life. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fuzzy baby. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think of them as people that have mascot costumes and go fuck each other. Totally. Is that it? It's not. Okay. Is it like it's your alter ego and it just helps you cope because you don't, you're not happy? But it's not sexual? It's, it's kind of not that either. What are the, the, what are the other options? In the middle. And I think that's why this is so interesting. Okay. Is because I had the same misconception that furries is really sexual and like it was all just this ploy to kind of like fuck each other as animals. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. But upon reading, I was like, you know what? These guys kind of don't get a fair, you know. (laughs) They don't get enough credit. (laughs) They don't get enough credit. They don't. And I feel kind of sorry for them. Um, So what furries really are are people who are fans of anthropomorphic animals, meaning animals who walk, talk, and otherwise do human things. Like Crash Bandicoot. Exactly. Kind of a hottie, Crash Bandicoot. Oh my god, he's so hot. Right? Yeah. Wood fudge. Yeah. Um, Bugs Bunny, you know. Would not fudge. Would not. Zootopia, all of Zootopia, right? Yeah. Um, so, and it's no interesting. comments for children. They're for children, but people, furries are fans of anthropomorphic animals. And okay. you could argue those are for children, but how many adults do you know who are obsessed with Disney? And too many. Love Di- too many is the right answer. Right? Or Harry Potter. Things that are intended for children, but they've kind of breeded like a huge adult fan base. Totally. And I think that's a big, to me, that's a, a big thing I drew from it. Is that people kind of automatically like, you're fucking weird. You like kids' cartoons or you, you know, you like to dress up as animals. It's really, it's it's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. We look at them like, you're so weird. Meanwhile, if I'm a 40-year-old man and I go to Disney and I'm like, yes, Tigger's here. Or, you know, whatever they do in Disney World because I don't want to go there. <laughs> we don't really think that's so weird. And it's not. If you're a furry, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're dressing up as them. You're, it doesn't mean that you're dressing up in these elaborate costumes. For you a lot just of, like it. Right. You're a fan. That's, I, I wanted to do this because I wanted to show what it really was. And I think the main thing is that you're, you're interested in these anthropomorphic animals. You think they're cool or fun or whatever it is. And not everyone dresses up as them. So it could be as simple and as small of a commitment as an online avatar okay so consider video games right the sims or something you make yourself as a sim Mm -hmm. right and it looks nothing like you or you want to make your own character in skyrim or something it's kind of the same thing second life second life exactly yeah and i think we because those are accepted we don't really you know we don't shit on them the way that people do furries People are scared and they think it's so dark when I really think it's just like simple. Like they think it's cool. You know, they think that these animals are like interesting and cool and fun and they want to like, they want to do stuff like that. Yeah. Well, liking it is different than the cosplaying and the sexual aspect of it. But it's really just liking it. There is a sexual aspect and we'll get into it. But I personally now believe that that's like not a big part of it. And I think that when I hear that word, I only think of that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, only think same. of people wanting to like dress up as animals and fuck each other. Yeah. I think of those conventions as just like orgies. Totally. But they're not. 
there's a thing called a fursona. Aw. A fursona is uh, basically a personality um, they used to represent themselves when interacting with other members of the fandom. So I might be Gray Fox, and you might be <gasps> Petunia Pig, right? Okay. And some of these are very, again, they're, they degree, they, they vary in the investment in it. So that could just be your name on the forum, where mm-hmm. you say, hey, I'm, I'm the pig, the pig's here. <laughs> or it could be like, oh, I'm the wolf, and it's meaningful. I'm a wolf because I feel right this wolvy i feel so wolvy right uh-huh. so it, it 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 varies and there's no it's not like every furry goes to all these conventions that that's what i want to hammer home so you may ask okay well why did they dress up and i want to draw a comparison to sports because i'm a denver broncos fan mm-hmm. if i went to a game and i was i painted my face orange and blue or I wore a horse mask, and I went, and I was screaming and making horse noises. No one, everyone would be like, oh, she really likes the Broncos. And that would be it. You might be like, that's a little much. But you wouldn't really judge me, I don't think. The same way you would judge me if I dressed up as my horse persona I went to one of these things. Mm-hmm. Do you not agree with that? Well, I think the context is everything. I think if there was an equivalent maybe of... Uh, a football game for those people that's not a convention like a very public and well exactly they don't have that right so that's why they have the conventions because they have no gathering place mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah so that's why i feel for them too where it's like they make a convention so they can go do something so they have something together i think something many people could guess is who these people end up being. Apparently, 50% of furries are more likely than the average person to report have being bullied in childhood. For most fairies, the fandom is about more than just indulging in a childlike fantasy every once in a while. It's about forging long-life friendships and building a social support network in a community who will not judge them for having unconventional interests. Uh, yeah, I mean, not surprised. Not surprised. You're latching on to a very childlike thing as a comfort it's not a you are hating i'm not hating i'm just saying yeah i guessed that you have a childlike trauma but not all it, it all says is 50 percent are more likely than the average person have been bullied mm-hmm. another interesting tidbit is when compared with the general population homosexuality and bisexuality are overrepresented in the furry community overrepresented they're too much they're overrepresented (laughs) too much gay (laughs) (laughs) just meaning that i think one percent 1.7 percent of the world is gay and it says here that Mm -hmm. according to different surveys (laughs) i just i think everyone's gay (laughs) (laughs) it says that 14 to 25 percent of the fandom members are homosexual almost 40 percent are bi and maybe 50 percent are heterosexual yeah not surprised not surprised and again that just kind of goes back to this idea that this this community is all about being inclusive Mm -hmm. because again if i'm dressed up as my wolf and i'm a wolf guy and you're the pig 
Absolutely. I, Pink. You know, I'm not going to judge you. You can be whoever you want to be because I'm, I'm being me. So it, it seems... Yeah. Also, when you're in a suit, a hole's a hole, baby. A hole's a hole. Yeah. Also, let's talk about sex. We're going to talk about sex. I feel Just bad. Just heads. The suits are definitely on. Um, or do they have holes just for totally. P&B? I read, quote, unquote, strategically placed holes. Mm. There's something I want to say. This was a great excerpt from a Psychology Today article. Okay. In the same way f- that fantasy or science fiction fans may enjoy merging eroticas with their favorite literary genres, or sports fans merge sexuality with their favorite sports teams, like cheerleaders, or car aficionados merge sex with their hobby, like pinup girls draped across sports cars, right? Or just fucking your car. People do fuck their cars. Mm-hmm. Um, furries do much the same thing with furry-themed content. Unfortunately, furry-themed content is a distant enough is distant enough from mainstream content that people simply don't know a lot about it. So, if someone wants to, you know, look at a sexy Crash Bandicoot, we can't wrap mm-hmm. our heads around that. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Do you? You're you're getting you're getting wrapped up in the childlike aspect of it. Yeah. And okay, maybe this is naive, but if I have porn of these animal cartoon characters and that's totally fine, but like porn of animals that weren't cartoons is really fucked up. That's a good point. Is it? Or is it naive? I think it's a good point because I don't know how to draw the line there. And I was going to... The next fact I have here is that a survey, a survey at Furry Fiesta 2013 Love it. found that 96.3% of male respondents and 38.3% of female ones reported viewing furry pornography, which should be noted as a broad category and typically typically quite similar to regular porn but with furry traits added so that could mean real life furries Mm -hmm. in the flesh or in the fur you know fudging or it could mean like you just said maybe cartoon characters animated should we look at some i don't want fbi coming to my house so they're definitely looking at something i don't they're definitely looking at stuff i don't know I guess I feel like that's where it's bad. I feel like that's where it gets gray. I don't have any problem with two consenting adults dressing up and doing what they want to do. Totally. Pretending to be animals. But but then do I have a problem with animated anim- anthropomorphic animals? Do I have a problem with people watching Simpsons porn? You know what I mean? But I don't have, but I don't have a problem with that. But would I have a problem with like Bugs Bunny porn? It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird why I feel like that's like that bugs me out. What if it's Rugrats porn? Well, come on now. <laughs> I don't know. It's a kid's character, but what? It's not real. It's just as not real as Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, but that's different. Because it's babies. Yeah. What the fuck? Of course that's different. I don't know. It's like little... Yeah, but Bugs and, Bunny is so, like but, an uh, adult. So fucking babies is wrong. Fucking animals is wrong too. Yeah, but it's not fucking animals. It's two animals, anthropomorphic. Mm-hmm. So they're not actually animals, right? They're 
they're a, they're animal humans. Bugs Bunny is like he walks on two feet and he talks and he smokes cigars, right? Whatever he does. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. So I don't want to write them all off as, you know, bestiality lovers because I don't think totally. it's like that. I think that would be ignorant. I'm just thinking. So what about the people that, like, have these costumes and live as these characters all the time? I think that's just the degree to which you are, you want to be in that world. So you could look at Skyrim or World of Warcraft, I think, the same way. Some people hop in, play for an hour or whatever, and some people are, like, completely sucked into it. It's become, they're they're more interested in that. Similar to Second Life. That's probably a better example. Mm Mm-hmm. If you love Second Life, some people can just play it like The Sims and it's like entertaining for whatever reason. And some people literally prefer that to the regular world. So both can be just considered entertainment, but the degree to which you're invested and the time you you invest into it, Mm -hmm. I think that's just going to vary person to person. If you're wearing it all the time, I think that just means you prefer that persona to your real life. Yeah. Which I can understand. Imagine you're in an abused home. Or everyone shits on you, everyone makes fun of you, but when you put on your furry costume, you just feel like, hey, I'm I'm this confident wolf man. You know, I'm it's it's just like a it's a defense mechanism, maybe. Totally. But it's not always like that. I think that's what I want to stress. It's not all they're not all just weirdos, you know. What are the conventions like though? Like how sex driven is it? There's no it's not. It's not at all. Really? Yeah. It's just people. It's like gathering of the juggalos or something like that. It's just a bunch of people who like similar things. And it it's very different because it's not like, oh, it's a Star Wars convention. Everyone here loves Star Wars. Just people who like anthropomorphic animals. So it's not super similar or it's not super... Uh, Concentrated? Yeah. Everyone's just there to have a good time. And it's not sexual, I don't think. I think there's some degree of that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to meet someone at, at a concert or, or a sports game, it's the same thing. I don't think you go there like, we're all going to fuck later. I think it's just like, hey, we all like a similar thing. If I met you at a sports game, I'd be like, wow, she likes the Broncos. That's pretty cool. Let's talk. You know, I think it's similar to that. Like, you understand my life. You understand my interests. That's cool. That is a very extreme point of view when the whole reason that this is a known thing is because of the sexual angle i think but i only you're think saying it's, it's the same as me i do I having think sex is. with somebody at a furry convention or assuming that sex is going to be involved the same likelihood as like fucking a stranger from the baseball game first of all football <laughs> second of all you're not assuming sex is happening number number two <laughs> i'm saying that i don't think that's a stretch at all i know we have similar interests what what's weird about that I just think, so you're saying there's just nothing sexual about it. The question you asked is, why is it known for being a sexual thing? I think it's known for being a sexual thing because people who aren't furries made it out to be that way. Yes, there is furry porn out there, but I think the vast majority of people who do it have nothing to do with that. They're not in it to fuck furries. They're not in it only because it's this weird deviant sex thing. It's I don't think it has anything to do with that. But people know that it exists and that's all that they can remember and that's all they care to learn. 
So I'm here to just spread the word that everyone's <laughs> not, it's not just that. That's all I wanted to say. Right. It's, I think it's really a fandom that is maybe bizarre to some people, but you know what? It's, I don't think it's all that different from a, a, a sports fanatic or a Harry Potter fanatic who go to the movies and put the scar and the Alec Wesley videos, <laughs> you know? They say it at the movie. That's so weird to me, too. So I, I think we should just give them a break. That's all. Yeah. I mean, we can definitely agree on people that are obsessed with Harry Potter are weird. Losers. Big lo- Parveen. Kanejad. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um... But yeah, that was my okay. PSA. All right. I hear you. I mean, I definitely learned something today. And Good. it's that I would fuck Crash Bandicoot. It's an important lesson, isn't it? Doesn't he wear just like little shorts and he, he's running around shirtless he's got a all big, the time? He's got big he's pecs, ripped, right? He's ripped. Got he's some like shorts. pushing rocks and he's shit. He's always wearing gloves. Oh, yeah. Fingerless? Fingerless oh, fuck gloves. Yeah. He's a punk rock bandicoot. Does he own a guitar? You know he owns a guitar. You know, he just... He just rips on that thing at any given moment. Rip it. Rip it. So I think that's it. Cool. Good jorb. It is a good jorb. Like, comment, subscribe. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Love you all. Bye. See ya. Love you.